York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jayless from Nick of Time Show here, giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And today we're going to talk about that Sacramento win against our New York Knicks. Sacramento beats the Knicks 103 to 94. But I brought a guest for me to talk about it. So today we have the man from the pod, Strickland. Carrying the show all by himself. He's dragging Drew. He's just <laughs> and Fred, just on his shoulders, both of them. Just so the show could be successful, we have to with us today, Sweeney Pooh. Sweeney, I, my man, uh, I, I'm so glad of all the work you do, and I'm so glad <laughs> that you're just yelling. Yeah. Just a lot of yelling. <laughs> a lot of anger. Yeah. But it works, man. It, it just works. It yeah, just, no, it's my thing, you know. It's yeah, a good yeah. outlet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, adjust the screen as you can, kind of sinking. But oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No there problem. you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, man, your anger, your cursing, your your bouts with Alan Hahn is why people tune into the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, whatever works, man. If people want to listen to me rant, I, I, more power to them. That's for sure. For sure, I think I could have sworn I saw somebody on Twitter said, "Have Schwinn on 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 Nick's Fan TV just so, so he can have a ranting session or something." Like, hey man, last night I needed it. Last night was like, thank God that was a late night game, man, because I would have been up for like three hours after that, just like <laughs> screaming my ass off or something. That was such a brutal game to watch. But it's like, you know, I mean. Some of it, like I, I think I tweeted out yesterday that it felt like a coaching loss or was a coaching loss. Yeah, and I don't mean that like in the sense that we only lost because of Tibbs, but that was one of those games where you're like, it's like, well, I mean, I remember what we called the timeout. So the, the the lead gets to two, then they push it back out to like seven or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You can tell the offense isn't going anywhere, and then he calls a timeout. And he puts the same lineup back in, and it's like, yeah. And like, I'm not even hating. I'm, I'm like, I'm not even, I'm so over hating on Alfred Payton at this point. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, there's no point, but um, like, that was just such an obvious situation where it was yeah. like, all right, you, you got to get, you got to get some shooting on the floor here because like, if, if Alfred isn't scoring well on a given night, right. Then he has no value because he can't create, he's not creating space for RJ or Randall or Mitch and he wasn't scoring well last night, so there was no value. Like I know that quickly didn't have the best game yesterday. Right. Um, I know Burks didn't have the best game yesterday, and I know he Burks closed anyway. But like, I just think quickly needed to be on the floor because you needed, you just needed somebody who could maybe hit a shot, who could yeah spread the floor Who's a threat to hit a shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, like that's what I mean when I say it's a coaching loss. Like, no, the Knicks didn't just lose because of Tom Thibodeau. Right. Um, but it was like that that decision is off to me. And then like, also just like, I, I just, the one thing that I really, that I uh, right now, not, not that I'm mad about it, but that it annoys me a lot um, is just like, like, we need to stagger the, the rotations a little bit more because I want to see quickly with the starters a bit more. I want to see Knox right. with like Randall and Mitch and RJ a bit more too. And right. like right now it's, it feels like it's two separate units and um, 
yeah, I mean, yeah, those are just too. like my major takeaways. No, right? and, and you're right. You're right. And, and I'm going to hit both of those points too, right? As far as the quickly thing, we, you know, we, we, we both, I told you, I, I hit Swin on Twitter and I was like, listen, Swin, we got to get on um, the show and we have to trauma bond over our hate for Alfred Payton, right? <laughs> because he's driving us crazy. And since then, he's had two really good games versus <laughs> the Orlando Magic. <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah and, he's, and he's locked down Steph Curry for 30 points I, I'm not even trying to be sarcastic Because he yeah. actually did a pretty good job Even though it sounds sarcastic Right but, no, I mean, um, I mean St- Steph had like a He had like a little burst in the first half Right So like, yeah, he scored 30 But it was really just that burst And then after that, it was He didn't do much So, right. you know, like I'll, I'll crap on Elf plenty But um, yeah, I mean, no, I'm not going to, he was fine against, yeah. uh, he was, he was actually good. I yeah, would say against Golden State. <laughs> and, uh, and, and like that magic game was just weird. So uh, he played pretty well, I guess, but even then it's just like, you know, when you're scoring 91 points or whatever, and yesterday we scored 94 against the worst defense, I think in like years in the NBA, um, you've got to look at like why. And I mean, yeah. I saw, I'll try and pull it up real quick, but I saw a thread uh, from, let's see, Mike Plug on Twitter. um, And he just pointed out, he's like, look, like right now you're getting good production from RJ and Randall basically every night. Mm -hmm. And Mitch is chipping in pretty well. And like, it's, it's yeah, your backcourt, Mm -hmm. your your backcourt is giving you nothing. Um, and, and like I know Frank's been out for the year, and that so you've got even less options than you would. DSJ is just done; yeah, he's cooked. Even, yeah, yeah, no, yeah we're not even. Yeah. <laughs> Tibbs, Tibbs feels the same way we have. He's Thank just you. like, yeah, he was like, all right, man. All <laughs> right. One thing we agree on: just keep him <laughs> um, on the bench no matter what, no matter yeah, how like, bad we're playing. Like you know, um, last night, right? So Peyton and Bullock. So this is from at Mike Plug on Twitter. This is, he posted the numbers, 52 minutes between Peyton and Bullock. These are just combined stats. Seven points, that's all Peyton. Six rebounds, five assists, zero steals, one block. Three of 15 shooting, zero of three from the three-point line, and just one of one at the free throw line. So just one free throw attempt. Meanwhile, you got, uh, you know, then you look at like Randall and Barrett. They play 72 minutes, 47 points, Ballin. 22 rebounds, seven assists, um, 16 to 34 from the field, two of six from three. That's RJ went two of two from three uh, and 13 of 14 from the free throw line. So it's like like the Knicks. And, and I mean, who, who are we kidding? I, I think fans have been saying this forever. Um, but like the Knicks have arguably the worst guard play in the entire league right yeah. now. And like I don't even I still don't think people realize like what does getting Victor Oladipo okay right now he's not playing at like a star level or anything no. but he's playing like fine he's playing pretty yeah, he's solid okay he's okay yeah, he's playing, for me just coming yeah. back and getting to the groove he's he looking like it can come back it, it could possibly come back soon for him possibly yeah and, and it's just like if if you get even if you just get that version of Oladipo right now and put him on this team like I, it changes so much yeah. and I think that's the thing where is quickly going to have that impact? No, he's not. He's a rookie. He's still trying to figure out kind of like how to balance his natural scoring instincts right. with having to run point. And I think you can see that in the last couple of games. Yeah. He's 
Not, I don't want to say he, yeah, he's not, as, not as shot. He's a little tentative, but they're, they're changing the defense on him as well. They're playing up on him a lot more. They're trying to take away that floater at the foul line. So they're, they're changing the defense up on him a little bit as well. Yeah. And, and it's just like, it, it's, it, it's that, I think that they're trying to make a concerted effort to get Obi involved, like get yeah, him touches, the, run mm-hmm. the offense kind of through him at times. Yeah. He's uh, and then posting like, more. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, and I mean, it's this isn't even an excuse it's just a reality like he didn't even he didn't play a single minute with burks in the preseason i don't think and no. i don't think he played i don't think he played with him at all in the regular season so the last two games is the first time he's really playing with him um so like i think that there's some adjustment that he's going through right now just kind of balancing those things mm-hmm. but like i just want to put him in the starting like not, i mean i know he's not gonna it's not gonna happen but i want to at least see him with the starters more because like Okay, even if he's not capable of running point yet, in like consistently, effectively, whatever, he is at least going to have value just being on the floor with those guys and creating space for them. So, like, yeah, like, you know, it's, and I I get like, I know Tibbs is, it's not an easy situation with that, with the backcourt situation, with the backcourt he has available to him and i get that and i get that like no matter how he manages the rotation it, there's going to be minutes where we're all like this backcourt sucks or this lineup sucks mm-hmm. and I, I get that but it's just like i would like to see a little bit more balance in terms of uh, yeah. getting quickly out there Absolutely. with certain looks and uh it's, yeah that's yeah. that's it no especially when he's struggling and to get back to your point with the, the staggering minutes like it was like a, a point where they staggered it a little bit where I saw quickly playing with Randall was playing with the second unit and they took out Obi Toppin with 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 at the end of the first quarter into the second quarter. And you saw what happens. They doubled. It was like, oh, look at that. They doubled Randall. Randall swings it out. Guess who has the ball? Quickly. Right. Quickly does his little head fake and close out. Cause to me, he's like probably the best closeout. He probably to me, he handles the closeouts the the best out of anybody in the team. Like when people close out on threes, I feel like his little head fake and first step, he's already out of there. So he, he head fakes, goes out, lobs to, to Noel, easy dunk, and I'm just like, uh, more of this, please. Like, <laughs> can we get that? Uh Tom Thibodeau? <laughs> like, let's, let's let's extend those minutes a little bit. And to Tom's point too, when Tom was talking about um before he likes to play Alfred Payton because of his defense on bigger guards. If he, I think I feel like IQ heard that because yesterday IQ had three blocks. Yeah, I, I he's on my fantasy team by the way. So, like, <laughs> so he had three blocks. I'm like, okay, like that's hey, that's added value. I'm good with that. Like, yeah, I mean, and here, like he didn't even play that well yesterday. But even within that, you're like, okay, like I mean, I'm, I'm let me pull up the box score here, but I think he still had what like five points or something yeah like well okay so he ends up having eight points on nine shots so not great two assists three blocks you know like it's not great no it's not but but it's not like i mean i would rather have that than like what's better to me it's just like if alfred payton is going three of 12 then he's not doing anything for you because all of that value is just like the only way he is good is when he hits shots. And if he doesn't hit shots, he yeah, sucks. He sucks. And I, I, so, thought, I thought his defense yesterday was pretty bad too on Fox. I know Fox didn't exactly erupt, but like I didn't think it was particularly that good. Right. Um, and it, it didn't seem that engaged on that end. And like, yeah. I mean, I think Tibbs mentioned it after the game though, too. He said like, you know, our energy just wasn't there. And that's look, 
back said, to back third quarter yeah. situations. I feel like the same thing happened in the Orlando game. We came out pretty good energy third quarter off the of back to back. I think we kind it's of tough. Yeah, yeah, because it's like flat. it's like you get because mm-hmm. you come out, you're fine in the first half. Then you sit for 15 minutes, and then when you come back out, you're like all of a sudden like that. You're like, oh shit, I can feel it now. Um, yeah, but yeah, like it was, it was just, uh, they just didn't have it, and that's, yeah. that's, and that's fine. But it's like yeah. that's, that's why twenty-seven, I, eighteen, and thirty, in the eighteen and third quarter by the Sacramento Kings. Go ahead. Yeah, but it's like no, it's like it, that's that's why I think that he needed to play the bench more last night because Absolutely. because the the starters didn't. Other, I mean, other than Randall Barrett, I mean, not, I don't even want to say starters. All right, let's be real. It was other, it was Bullock and and Elf. They just didn't have anything last night. Yeah. Um, and you know maybe like you know and and credit to to Tibbs for look, Burks played like ass last night, but I, I, I get him, it. Like, he, yeah, he, I give him a pass. He's just got back. You right. Know. <laughs> yeah. So like credit to him. He's like trying that out, pushing it. But like twelve minutes for Knox last night. Why? I, I don't get that. Um, I didn't think he. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Knox was killing it out there yesterday. But like, yeah. I just I don't see why he should. You know what it was. Him. You know what it was. RJ was playing well. So he was trying to extend RJ's minutes. RJ actually played a little bit with the second unit yesterday. Yeah, he did. So um, because he was playing with the second unit, they they kind of set Kevin Knox because Kevin Knox shot wasn't dropping, and they they kind of ran with that for a few minutes. Um, yeah, and- I guess like I guess like for me, it's just like I I would like to see RJ with Knox a bit more than just like like Burks again. Burks didn't have it last night, so. Cut his minutes, put RJ in for him, and see. Let's see what he what these young guys can get up to together. I guess that's the other thing. And like, look, Noel wasn't. I mean, he did nothing yesterday. Noel was Noel was another reason, man. I feel like, and especially in that third quarter, he's so up and down on the defensive end, man. Like some days, I'm just like, what are you doing? And some days, he gets like he gets you like four blocks in a minute, and you're like, oh. Let's pause for a second. This episode was brought to you by Manscaped. All right. Fellas, Valentine's Day is on the way. You want to make sure down there is clean, fair, and square. Manscaped Trimmer 2.0. It does not nick your knickers. It doesn't grab your hairs. It has an LED light. So you can see what's going on down there. It's waterproof. And it's guaranteed to make your lady happy all right so definitely pick up the streamer 2.0 and also my personal recommendation and ryan backs me up the ball deodorant <laughs> exactly i've been using the ball deodorant since even even before this whole sponsorship i've been using but the ball deodorant it works great it works well the ladies you know if that moment comes the ladies go down there and they're satisfied <laughs> it smells nice and good so go get you some go get <laughs> Go get you some, all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code KOT, all right? That is 20% off and free shipping with code KOT if you go to manscaped.com. And you know what? If you trim down here, sh- send all before and after pictures to Ryan's Gmail account at Ryan. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. KOT, that is the code. You, you mentioned Alfred Payton getting cooked by Darren Foss, but I, I do remember like a few of those times. That's when Mitch was out the game, and Noel was was you know was there. He's supposed to be there to kind of help, and there was no help there for the guy. Man, so uh, <laughs> it seems like no. I don't know what is Noel to me. I, I think I said this on on Pod Strickland. 
Noel will get beat, but the value in Noel to me is one of the blocks. And two, when he gets beat, when he's trying, he comes from behind and pokes the ball away and he just breaks the whole play up. Yeah, he does. He does like I just he just seems like really I don't even know how to it's like when he's there, when he's mentally there, yeah. he's fine. But like half the time, I just feel like he's not even thinking. Like it, yeah. it just seems like he's not, you know, with it. Um, but like, I, I don't know. I, I, I was not happy, obviously, that they lost. But it's just like I have a really hard time staying upset with this team currently. Because yeah. it's just like, I'm like, look, like. Kind of fun. I mean, bit. if you told me before the season, if if the if the season just plays out exactly like it's playing out now, um, if you told me that like the team would be hovering around five hundred, mm-hmm. uh, the bad things are that uh, Alfred Payton is getting too many minutes and Reggie Bullock is still starting, uh, and Knox and Obi and Quickly are kind of like inconsistently getting minutes. But the good things are that Julius Randle turned into a star. Uh, RJ Barrett is developing into a legitimate all around yeah. uh, offensive player. And Mitchell Robinson is doing great at not being in foul trouble and mm-hmm. anchoring a defense. Like I would take that season. Like I would take that. So if the Knicks, like, yeah, there are going to be games like last night. They're going to be games like last Friday against Cleveland or, you know, pick any of the losses they've had that are super annoying, but they're also going to be net like on, Overall, I think right now, if you told Knicks fans this is what the season would be, they would have taken that at the start of the year. So, like, you know, of course we have problems, um, right? Because we're not we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. But if you like, like on on aggregate, I would say right now what we're about. I mean, we're just we're one game away from being a quarter of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think it's pretty, pretty good and I'm pretty yeah. happy with what I've seen so far from this team. And like, I think they're easy to root for. I think they play hard. I think that they try to play the right way, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I crap on Alfred Payton, I think it's more about his limitations as a player versus yeah. him trying to like be a shithead. Bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know, I, 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 are there things I want? Yeah, of course I want, Moving forward, like, I mean, even against Portland, I really think that um, I hope I continue to hope that the young guys on the bench start getting more minutes. I mm-hmm. I do think that like Obi, look, people really down on him yesterday after the game, which I thought was weird. And then there was all this like, oh, we Knicks passed on how, yeah, oh, we passed dude, on Halliburton. Oh. I still, man, I don't, as good as Halley is playing, I'm still cool with it. Really, because we got quickly. Because Cali, to me, is still a really, really... He's what I want Frank to be, right? He's what I want Frank to be. But, but quickly, to me, still seems like a guy who can actually lead an offense um, down the road over yeah, I Halley. Don't, I, I don't think Halliburton is... Like, people keep saying he, he could be our point guard. Like, I'm not... I, I And I, I've tweeted this out before. I was dead wrong on him on, like, how good yeah. he's going to be at this level. So, you know... Yeah, no, we'll take no that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no knock on him at all. But like, I just don't, I don't think he's a primary, like, I don't think he's a point guard really in, nah. in the sense of what, when people are saying, oh, he could be our point guard, like, it, can he be a primary initiator? I, no, I don't think so. And I think that, like, um, you know, it, quickly, it, he he's not there yet. He doesn't have the point guard reps that Halliburton got in college. Mm-hmm. Um, he's adjusting, like, 
I think Quickly's going to be fine. And yeah. I feel like... He has the tools. I think people are, are just writing off Obi a little too fast for whatever. Like, I, I think that he's adjusting too, and he's trying to figure yeah. out, like, okay, how do I... Like they're running yeah. offense through him. So like yeah. he kind of has to figure out, okay, where am I going with this touch? Like yes. who am I passing it to? Where, like, how do I score in a, this situation, that situation? Yeah. It's not easy. And like, yeah. I, I, I just give it time. Like, I, I think that if, if anything, I, <laughs> look, we just have seen Julius Randall all of a sudden put it together at age 26. Like, I'm not saying Obi. That, that means. So you're player. saying four games in, you're not ready to throw to Obi Toppin away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I got to look this up. I think he's played all of uh, 84 minutes for the whole season so far. <laughs> it's so uh, crazy. Six fans get him under sometimes. I love you. Yeah, he, he's played 84 minutes uh, total right now. He's taken a grand total of 36 shots. He's Man. taken 16 threes. Like, it's just. He's a it's, bum. Trade him. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's such a tiny sample size. And I'm, I would like to see way more before I have serious concerns or doubts about it. And like, right. I, I don't know. I just, I'm so sick of like always finding a reason to, to be miserable. Like, Oh, we passed on Halliburton. Oh, we didn't do this. Oh, we did like, you can do that uh, basically unless you draft the best player in your draft. You can always go back and be like, "Oh, of course we should have done this. Oh, we should have done." Yeah, that Monday guy. Monday quarterback. Everybody um, misses on. People. I want a Devin Vassell. You don't see me crying every day. Yeah, every time he has a good game of like, "Oh my god, why didn't we?" Take <laughs> you appreciate like, the people that are here. Like he's here. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's over with. Like it's over. And and you know, I promise you, if you go back and do this. Think about go go through like the last five drafts. Think about who you wanted the Knicks to draft. Mm-hmm. Think about who you wanted the Knicks to draft. Yeah, we missed on some and, yeah. and hit on some. And and you don't <laughs> even need to do this with the like. It's not like the Knicks are the only team that passed on Halliburton. Okay, um, if you want to, like, I loved I loved Killian Hayes. Detroit apparently loved him. They took him. Yeah. Are they would they are they crying that they didn't take you know Tyrese Halliburton? Are there are other teams that took mm-hmm. guards like fucking Minnesota? These losers took Anthony Edwards number one. He's been awful. Um, should they regret passing on Tyrese Halliburton? Should Golden State like? Yeah. You know, it's it's just you can play this game constantly, Whatever, but man. you have to you have to just like I mean, just get the fuck over it. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Half of these guys, man, it take half of these guys going to take four to five years to develop anyway. So you can't you can't. Um, you can't just look at a few games in the season and go, that's it. Half of, you know, half of these guys, right? So you, for most young guys, you have to be patient, even with their deficiencies. And, and for Obi, right now for Obi, it looks like he's he's having trouble posting um, mismatches. So you, like, it seems like he might have to face up a little bit more at this level because I'm not sure. Like, I'm just about this two, this two-way show. He looked like he skipped leg day, leg day a few times, and he can't, you know, post these smaller guards and these smaller... Uh, small forwards when he has mismatches, but I do like the way he passed out the post. That's something to look forward to. You know, I do feel like the jump shot will come along once he's settled in a little bit more, you know. And and also, there's been stints of his one-on-one defense on smaller players has been better than advertised, which makes you think, all right, there, we, we might be able to cheat in some instances and have OB, um, you know, guard smaller players. Like, so that's something to, to keep an eye on, too, as well. So there's there's things to like um, in this short minutes, but um, he just needs more time to cook. He just needs more time to cook. And and as all the crap I give Tom Thibodeau is, it's not even that much crap because I praise him a lot. But the, the the I do like that I he he does seem to be letting players the 
try stuff in minute increments. I mentioned RJ, he's getting a chance to play make in a few minute increments before. Like I'll start to see him um, start the plays in the third quarter sometimes. Um, uh, kind of be a point guard in the clock situations. Uh, you're starting to see Obi uh, post more like we talked about before. Yeah, they're and, definitely trying to. He's definitely trying to get uh, like when that the last two games when Obi's come in, they're like genuinely just trying to run the offense through him right now. Yeah, um, for those stints. So yeah, I mean it's an adjustment for everybody. I think in that sense. Yeah, and for you trade Randall guys, you know if you if you ever want to, if you you got to figure out what Obi can do in nice situations because you know for a guy to be a star, you kind of have to be able to take over in nice situations and get a team a bucket um, when the team needs a bucket. So you have to see what he has. And so, and and that's the other thing about um, some Knicks fans too. I, I feel like they get discouraged when they see guys try things in a game and they go, never try that again. Sometimes you got to try shit. Yeah, you got, you have to, you have to try. Like if guys don't get a chance to try anything, then they don't, I mean, it, it's, either they might lose confidence and they don't develop some skills that like you'd want them to have down the line. Um, like, uh, you know, as, as an example, uh, you know, take, take a player like, you know, Frank, who regardless of what you think about him, but I don't think the Knicks have ever really given him like the chance to just play and play through mistakes and try no. whatever um it, it's always seemed like very much if he's playing well then it's fine but as soon as he struggles then we take him out of the game and cut his minutes and like i don't personally know if that's the best way to do it and and it's look like obviously we just got done talking about how tibbs needs to do a better job of getting like kevin knox and ob top in and quickly mm-hmm. and stuff like that more minutes but at least when they're on the floor it doesn't feel like they're empty being, minutes and they're they're not it doesn't seem like they're being held back or restricted yeah. from trying stuff mm-hmm. um now there, there might be repercussions of like okay if you try that and it fails then you're probably going to get a quicker hook than you would otherwise but that's fine like they you know uh, i think if you're trying to win games essentially then there has to be you know you have to earn those minutes essentially right yeah. so yep. um somebody like kevin knox like it's cool if I, i'm happy that he's been trying to kind of uh put together a little bit more off the dribble mm-hmm. but like he's got to actually finish those plays yeah. off the dribble um and if you don't then he's you know providing not as much value which means his minutes are going to get cut um and like you know we've already seen this so quickly like they literally told quickly that he needs to look to score more so yeah. i think that they have an idea and a role for each guy and it's about those guys buying in and playing to that role and then you know once they do that then i think you can start expanding their games and stuff like that and you know um like with rj barrett like we're definitely seeing development and growth and same thing with mitchell robinson yeah uh with mitch i don't know if i i still don't think it's like a coaching thing where they're like you're not allowed to shoot i yeah. think that's, I think that's it's him i think it's mitch you know what uh based on the things we've just said <laughs> i think you're right because everybody else seems to be trying shit and Mitch has not shot a shot yet, and teams are literally laying off for him. He's even posting on Instagram. I feel like he's trying to maybe he's trying to like psych himself up before the game. Like I'm going to unleash the Kraken, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always <laughs> doing that stuff, man. Always. But then and he just I'm goes like, out yeah. there and doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah, and my, my thing with that is always like, look, man, I, I, it's all great that he wants to like, you know, post these Instagram videos of him, you know, dribbling off the like taking guys off the bounce and shooting pull up jumpers and stuff. But like, 
you know, um, until he actually does it in a game, I won't care. And the fact of the matter is he's shooting like 45% from the free throw line. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, like, is he really all of a sudden going to become a awesome yeah. shooter or something? Probably good not. point. It's crazy because I feel like the first season, is, I felt like his the, his free throws in like, um there was like a month or two where his free throws is around yeah, 70% they, they, or so. Yeah, they trended up at the end of the yeah. year. But he's actually gone down every year. So he's at 60% from the free throw line his rookie season, then 56.8 last year. And now he's at 46.4. Um, I'm not a shot doctor. I'm not like, I don't even pretend to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I watch him shoot at the free throw line now, I feel like he's not sticking with the follow through. It always feels like, like he it's like oh, i don't even know how to describe it it's almost so it's too casual almost mm. the way he takes it so um yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see i'm not too worried about mitch at all uh, yeah he'll be fine i think that you know what we're seeing from him now is like at the very minimum this is a guy who can anchor your defense um which is a significant development considering i mean look he's averaging a career low in fouls per game and he's playing that's more minutes than he has so right. that's that's massive development for him i've seen him like actually make contact on screens and stuff like that this yeah year. uh the fundamentals yeah so i mean if i mean the one thing i forget shooting i don't even give a shit about that if he could just like add a one dribble face-up move or something like that yeah that would be way bigger for me than anything yeah, no nah, exactly just just keep people honest just keep yeah. people honest if they're gonna lay off when you and play five on four um well five on three because they're gonna pay through <laughs> <laughs> just, just shoot it if yeah. Peyton can shoot it and he can't shoot, why can't you? Just ask Yo. yourself, Mitch, why can't you? It's right? crazy how willing Peyton is to shoot now, too. I'm just like, dude, just enough. Like, yeah. no one wants to see that. You know shit. Thomas telling him to shoot it. Yeah, you, he you is. hear him. He definitely is. When your fear open, I tell our guys to shoot it. And you hear him say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's like, uh, look, that's the mentality guys have to have, though. You know, you yeah. Gotta, exactly. For sure, for sure. All right. Well, Knicks are going to play the Portland Trail Blazers next. Damian Miller and those guys. Uh, I think McCollum might be out, though. Yeah, he's so, out. Nurkic is out. Yeah. So hopefully we, we can repeat a Steph Curry-like defense <laughs> on Dame Lillard. Um, yeah. Things to kind of look out for. Man, Reggie Bullock kind of got shut down in that last game. Uh, they pressured him at the three-point line a lot. And it seemed like when he was chased off the line, wasn't able to do anything. So hopefully he'll be able to make adjustments and and he'll be able to shoot some a little bit better. Uh, Alec Burke, Sue, I'm hoping he, he comes back to life and he starts to realize who he was when he was shooting 67% from three. Um, and the fast breaks too, man. The fast breaks has always been a problem. We didn't, really, we didn't have any fast break points the last game versus the Golden State game. Where we we did pretty well for ourselves. I feel like RJ Barrett singer handily said, "I'm doing all the fast breaking myself. We we just need somebody to run with him <coughs> quickly, right?" And I think we'll be able to be good to go. But uh, yeah, Knicks versus Portland Sunday night, 10 p.m. Look out for that. Anything to add to that, man? Uh, I I would just say. Um... Like I think the Knicks is pretty simple. If the backcourt shows up, they generally tend to compete really well. And I mean, they've won games when the backcourt plays. Yeah, well. beat so, the Bucks. Yeah, so <laughs> you get a point guard, we beat the Bucks. 
yeah. And so <laughs> it's if the Knicks have get any if the Knicks get anything from the backcourt, they're usually a pretty decent bet to win, especially against a team like Portland, who is shorthanded and look, Dame mm-hmm. can go off anytime. So if Dame goes yeah. off, all bets are off. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I just hope that we can get Frank back in here, uh, yeah. or and or Rivers. Um, I think that I I thought last night throughout that game that there were periods where um you know, the Knicks couldn't stop Halliburton. They couldn't stop Corey. They couldn't stop Corey Joseph, which was probably the most infuriating thing. Oh, um, some of those shots he made, I'm just yo, like, who, what God him? are you praying to? <laughs> those shots are dropping in. Didn't he bank on some? Yes. Like, he, he hit some crazy bank shot that I was just like, all right, well, I guess yeah, one of those. This is, this is one of those nights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah I, but I, I thought I thought there were moments that like the Knicks really could have used somebody that could just, you know, make Tyrese Halburn's life <clears throat> a lot more difficult than yeah. the Knicks guards were. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I just, I guess like if we're looking out for anything, I, I think that this is a really good matchup for, uh, this is a really good matchup for Randall. Uh, they're, they got yeah. nothing at the four and their front court as it is, is pretty thin. And uh, our boy Ennis Cantor, I believe is their starting five right now. Oh, so, pick yeah. and roll him to death. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> That's our plan. And oh yes, one more thing. Our spacing was so bad yesterday. They ended up double and triple teaming Julius. Um at the end of the game, especially Halliburton. They was they was playing that pass to the corner um towards the end of the night. They 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 saw that move coming. So we need to kind of readjust because teams are scouting us. They know that pass to the corner is coming. Julius Julius Randall's getting double and triple team. So we're gonna have to adjust tips. So, you know, have people kind of cutting off ball because it got a little stagnant. Uh, have people maybe moving around the three-point line so it's not as predictable. We need to uh, make some adjustments because the scouts are out. They know our shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Yep, that's our show, man. Thanks thanks for coming, Schwinn. Yeah, Schwin- no problem, man. For sure. Glad, sure. To, glad, to, glad to be here. Exactly. Hopefully we get this Knicks win. And as I said before, if we lose... If we end up losing a couple of these games on a global trip, don't panic. Don't fire Tibbs. We're not trash. Steam players are being developed that um, last week are being developed this week. Have a long-term perspective of this team and not get short-sighted. All right? All right? Cool, cool, cool. So where can they find you, Schwinn? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Schwinnipoo. Uh, you can check out our podcast at Pod Strickland. Uh, that drops every Monday and every Friday. Um, and uh, sometimes I write some words for The Strickland, which is the website. Hey. Uh, so you can find that at thestrick.land um, on the internet and at The Strickland <laughs> on, on Twitter. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Yeah, they don't they have some really, really good writers. Really good writers. So definitely uh check that out. And you know where to find us, man. You know, you're watching on uh youtube.com slash sneaker time show. You can also find us on soundcloud.com slash sneak time show, soundcloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all that noise, Spotify. And yeah, check out the blog too at thinktimeshow.com. Check us out on the KOT show on Twitter. Uh, the Nick Time Show on Instagram and also on Facebook and also cop the merch on nicktimeshow.com. Even the Who's Man's is this merch. Get that if you want to, man. If you know. If you rock the Nick Time Show. <laughs> you know Who's Man's is this. That's our guy. That's, that's, our, that's our slogan. All right? That is our show. We're out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight.